Hello, I am Adirin Salajau, an arts manager and independent journalist living and working in Lagos. And I am the host of the Goethe Institute at 60 podcast, an audio documentary looking into the impact of the Goethe Institute since inception. This documentary is about the Institute's interaction with the Nigerian art and culture scene and its impact on the appreciation of modern and contemporary Nigerian art. Ben Tomoloju is an icon of the Nigerian art world and journalism. He started off as a community school teacher, counting among his students, Jaman and Nikolafu, who is featured in episode two of this podcast series. On this episode, Mr. Tomoloji talks about his experiences with the Goethe Institute and the joys of creating a groundbreaking project like the Africa Project Theatre Series. My name is Ben Tomoloju. I'm a playwright, I'm a journalist, and a theatre director, just within that capsule. I was born in 1954, December 18, and I have followed my track by my God-given talent to evolve as, um, as I have described. I studied at the University of Ibadan. Firstly, I went to a very famous secondary school, Christ School Adwekiti, for both my school certificate and higher school certificate uh, um, education and went ahead to the University of Ibadan to study English and literary studies with a major training in theater, of course, as the curriculum uh, permitted. Um, thereafter, I went to youth service call, went TV production, TV presentation, drama production. Uh, I also taught and one of the most exciting experiences I had was to be a school teacher, head of department of languages. Um, the teaching process brought me into contact with young people who were very, very eager to be developed in terms of artistry. And, the, and so I had to form, uh, I started organizing their drama society. And that was the Sakatinubu Memorial High School in Agege, where I still live. I packaged their drama society to a level, and when they graduated, they didn't want to leave drama. So I had to, you know, establish uh, Kakaki, we started by calling it arts cult, you know. That was the mentality we had then, you know, bohemianism. When I see some people <laughs> display that kind of weird dressing, I said they haven't started. We've done it before, you know. So the kakaki arts cult evolved into kakaki performance, and we had very serious young artists, young talents, I would call them. Uh, some of them are big stars now, major. Um, let's mention German and Nikulapo. Those were my students. Let's mention Papa Jasko, the original Papa Jasko. He was my student. Let's mention Antalania. He was my student. And a number of others who have also evolved to the same level. Um, but I, my passion as a writer never ceased. I was... Um, I was uh, doing coverages as part-time arts editor of 
the provincial weekly focus, Lagos provincial newspaper, and uh, I was writing, covering. I think I covered Goethe Institute in 1980 at Broad Street. Well, maybe we'll get to talk about that. So, um, we also, so I had to move from teaching in 1982, April, to full-time journalism. I was uh, employed as the chief leader writer of The Punch, and I was taking care of that, those half-page, one-column uh, newspaper opinions, uh, the Punch uh, opinion for a number of years and I was also, you know, um I was doing features writing and I got noticed. <laughs> so so some newspapers demanded for my presence. We went to the north to work as a as a um reviews editor of the broadsheet Democrat Weekly. I also got noticed and Lagos uh, Guardian Lagos wanted to start um a major arts, uh, you know, section, particularly the Guardian Literary Series, uh, among others. So I was invited to be the pioneer arts editor of the Guardian newspaper. That was 1985. uh, Although I didn't initiate the Guardian Literary Series, I was just the department that does the editorial processing. Dr. Yemi Ogumbi, Professor Femi Oshofison, Odia Femo, Stanley Masebo, these were literary luminaries, you know, who were my immediate bosses. So they, you know, uh, conceptualized it and uh, ensured there was contact for people to make inputs. And I was there, you know, doing the yeoman's job on the, on the editorial desk. Um, and of course the arts page. Blitz started mainly from the Democrat Weekly through the Guardian. And so that was one area. But it didn't stop me from doing my production. People called us John Artists, you know. But it didn't matter. We were doing two things and making the best of both. Yeah, that's where I think I resigned from the Guardian since 1993. But, um, so many things have not resigned from me, and I keep them intact. You see, Africa is noted for extended family system, and I think without uh, without uh, being unnecessarily adulative, I think that uh, Goethe Institute uh, has this extended family mentality, even without being African. Um, so we've related for so many years. From one director to another, from one program to another, I was people were were having conferences, workshops, and so on, and we were always there. So, um, I think one director was being oh uh, yes, Renate was assistant director to I think Stovek some something, and it was during the sent forth of Renate that the new director, Richard Lang, arrived something around in 1995, probably the last, the second half of that year. And I wasn't there, but German was 
I had even left the Guardian, so Jama was in charge of the arts desk fully, and he had to do all this moving around before dispatching reporters. So, I think he met uh, Richard Lang, the f- new director, while sending forth the outgoing. And uh, Richard Lang then discussed with him about the projections, his projections as the new director, his agenda, uh, which included the possibility of a collaboration, an exchange program of a unique type in the area of theater between Africa and Europe. Those were the banner communities, but it zeroed down later to Nigeria and Germany. So uh, he explained the whole thing to German and uh, asked questions. How do we move about this kind of thing? And then German mentioned my name. Uh, since uh, as far back as uh, 1985, I've been moving to Europe, first to Italy, you know, with cultural exchange programs. I took my play to Italy, especially in 1987, on the recommendation of Professor Woleshenka. And then again in 1992, uh, we went down there. So he felt that, you know, it's not just a reenactment because this is a new concept that I probably have. He was with us to Italy anyway, that we have the experience. Let us see the team, not Bentomology, let's say the team. And so, but I could be the reference point because he had a regular job going. So, um, and then he also mentioned my colleague, the late, uh, that is Gide Ogbade. Uh, Nigerian, very one of the strongest directors uh, in the country. So, um, he ran that round of connecting me with Richard Lang and also of making sure that the contacts were firmly maintained and that the ideas were firmly rooted, you know, as uh, an intellectual, uh, you know, uh, proposition. So, that was it. Richard told us that a certain director in Germany was interested in coming to Africa. This whole idea of <laughs> Africa like an like omnibus affair, you know, <laughs> keeps ringing in my head. He was interested in coming to Africa to work with African um, uh, colleagues. Um uh, not simply as a kind of self-adventuristic uh, ploy, but it was a mission for the world, a mission for humanity, a mission for humanity to to communicate within itself and nations to communicate among themselves, communities, large communities like continental communities to communicate. Because there was the um, xenophobic attacks on Africans around that period. And there were stereotypical notions about Europe in Africa at that time. These lines of thought were uh, made 
good relationship, intercultural relationship, seriously impossible. And so we had to do something. That was the thought of Matthias Geert. That's the name of the director. And he, he sent his message to various Goethe Institute, um, institutes in Africa. And no one responded except Richard Lang, the director of Goethe Institute Lagos, responded positively. There could, be a, there could be a wait and see. We'll see what to do about it. There could be some bureaucratic bottlenecks. But then Richard, you know, uh, adopted the idea and began to midwife it in Lagos. And within a few months, Africa Project landed. Even in 1995, he organized uh, a meeting between Matthias Gerrit, the German director, who had had, he had his own reputation in Germany, and with us, my humble self, Gide Ogunbade, and German Anikulabu. It was an exploratory, you know, meeting, such that uh, as soon as uh, Matthias Geert came down, arrived in Lagos, we had even prepared some skits of drama for him to see to sample, you know, to have a taste, a taste of uh, what it looked like that he will be exploiting in uh, the foreseeable future. So two plays were presented, very, uh, two plays in repertory. One was uh, Wallishenka's Death and the King's Horseman, which had, had just been produced and directed by Jido Gumbade for Wallishenka's 60th birthday. And the other was my own play, Jankari War, which uh, had been running, I would say running around the country, apart from the fact that we took it to Germany uh, in the earlier decade, in 1987. So we, we showcased the two plays uh, for Matthias Gert. So and he, he had a taste of it, he felt good. We then also discussed projections towards the future. Definitely, Africa Project had landed. It was now to move between 1995, December, when we had the showcasing, through to 1996. And so we started planning. Um, we were looking towards um, interfaces and distinctions between cultures. And we were looking at these cultures having mutual respect for each other. The, the thought factory, the, the intellectual powerhouse in terms of conceptualization and policies was the director of Goethe Institute himself, whom I always refer to as the philosopher in the house. And I tell him, I say, oh, Mr. Philosopher, sit us down and begin to impart. It was a no, very, very friendly uh, atmosphere. So we, we therefore agreed on certain policies. One, this in, interculturality and the mutual respect, this facilitation of communication in times of stress, in times of conflict, even in terms of 
divergent uh, worldviews and perspectives on our global community. Because looking at looking at the African environment, we talked about the traveling theater of the Yoruba people. And uh, of course, Europeans also travel with their theater, but there's something unique about Yoruba tra traveling theater. It was embedded into the history of, uh, of uh, the Yoruba people. We forgetting, of course, that even the medieval era in Europe, you know, people were performing on carts and, uh, you know, moving around and moving from city to city. Right? But we just carried our own traveling theater as something very special. And Richard Lang said, Africa Project must travel. So we had a traveling theater dimension to it. Africa Project must be performed. Uh, the productions must be performed in, in Africa and in Europe. So by December through to the first quarter of, uh, of uh, January, we were carrying out the plan of having two plays. The one play that Matthias Geert agreed with that we should perform in the first edition was a classic from the West, Sophocles' Oedipus. And then we also agreed that there had to be a fresh play from Nigeria that best represents the current idea of what a Nigerian or by extension African theater was. I wrote the play Amono. I was agreed, of course, that this would be the two plays to feature in Africa Project. Uh, we had rehearsals. Um, something very exciting is that uh, we needed to prove a point to the world that things can happen uh, seamlessly, but only with, 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 with commitment, a high level of commitment. So there were rehearsals going on, segment by segment, dances and songs. Gideon Gumbade was giving that discipline to the artists. Um, apart from other attendant, you know, uh, aesthetic demands, which he, he, he offered. Um, and then, of course, we were already rehearsing uh, Amona. Alternately, we had morning rehearsals, evening rehearsals. We could rehearse Amona morning, today, and then uh, Oedipus segments in the evening um, until Matthias arrived. He arrived, I think, sometime March or so, 1996, and we started working March or April. You know, with him, we started working with him, and uh, he also made his own input. And we were also opened up, just as he was opened up to the vitality and aesthetics of African theater, we was opened up to um, the aesthetics of European theater, particularly with Oedipus. But definitely the influence cut across, even to Amono, because in Oedipus, he was the director. Jide Ogumade was the co-director. In Amono, Jide Ogumade was the director. Matthias Gerd was the co-director. So the collaboration went on until about uh, May 
uh, when we were able to prepare the two plays for stage May 24th and 25th Oedipus premiered at Goethe Institute Victoria Island uh, along Zumba and Badway just at the lagoon front then May 29th uh, Amono premiered in Abuja and I come to Hilton and then returned here I think June the 1st I'm not so good with dates you know uh, June the 1st uh, to be performed here in Lagos. So that was the first edition of uh, of Africa Project using the two plays. We were all actors. The only person who did not act had to be a technical team leader. That was Matthias Geert. Gide Ogungwade was the one who played Oedipus. I played Creon, you know, German, who also had his own roles, you know. And then um, in uh, Amono, people also had their various roles. So uh, we we settled it there for the first uh, local edition. And around uh, October, we moved to uh, Germany. I think September, October, we moved to Germany. And we performed the two plays, you know, uh, various theatres. Herbert Theatre in Berlin was for Oedipus. We also performed in Frankfurter Hof in Heidelberg. We also performed in Chemnitz. We performed in Mainz. Oh, Frank Frankfurter Hof was in Mainz. So four cities we performed, you know. In Germany, yes, and we had uh, we experienced uh, a 15-minute standing ovation in Chemnitz, which was uh, part of the old uh, East Germany. 15-minute standing ovation. We were going backstage; they were still standing. I said, you got to acknowledge them. We had to run. Shopping. But it was exciting. It was great. You know. Please permit me to look back. We did not only end up in major theaters. Moosburg, we were in Hag. We were hosted by the mayor of Hag and his wife. We were hosted by the, the one of the most reputable uh, Bavarian folk musicologists and musicians, that is um, uh, Hans Lashinga and his wife Elizabeth Lashinga, you know, who were friends of Richard Lang. So we, we, that was as far back as 96. We, we lived in their house. We stayed with them. They, they entertained us and we were booked to perform in the folk arena, a theater in Moosburg. Moosburg being the hometown. Maybe they don't agree that it's hometown. They say village, but the hometown of uh, our director here, Richard Lang. So we did a night of folk music just to unwind, you know, from the rigors of serious literary theater and so on. So, and that one was always repeated anywhere we went, including in 1998 when we performed in Freiburg and in Munich. We had opportunities to do side shows, to relax and treat and interact, you know, uh, with light entertainment. I don't want it to be 
superfluous. So I can only go on to appreciate the impact of Goethe Institute on the Nigerian cultural environment. I wish they could sustain it, go on, no matter how the seasons have been globally in terms of the economy. Um, culture has always been the um, the whipping boy of national economies when it comes to promotion. Yet this culture has been the one giving prestige to nationhood. So with that in mind, they should not look back. They should continue to do what they know how to do best. And I thank uh, Goethe Institute for giving us a whole seven-year opportunity I mean, to give account of our intelligences and competencies. Bentomology's legacy has been built on community involvement and grassroots talent coaching. Indeed, it's okay to say his legacy is being carried on by seasoned creatives in Nigeria and beyond.